Alright, what's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of Under the Rim and man, it's been a hectic week with the Jordan documentary. I just seen tw today LeBron popping off on Twitter saying, ain't no way in hell we gonna cancel the seasons because there's apparently a bunch of like reports came out like NBA execs, NBA like just personalities were saying how the season's gonna get canceled and the Players Association got some shit uh, to say about that, alright? It's not gonna get canceled. I swear if this season gets canceled, man, I'm gonna be so upset, bro. That's two years of LeBron pretty much wasted, bro. That's, that's, that's yo, the season could have been greatness. That Clippers versus Lakers, that series would have been fire, alright? I still don't know who would have came out the the East. I'm I'm always saying the Bucks or Celtics, but you never know. You never know. The Raptors could have came out of nowhere and could have came out. The Heat could have been something, but they cannot cancel this season. I'm praying they don't cancel this season. Players Association, get on that. Anyways, uh, let's talk about what happened this week, bro. Uh, it's it's been crazy. It's been crazy these last two episodes of the Jordan documentary. What I my biggest takeaways from those are. Uh, the fact that like it's it's a team it's a team sport and a lot of people seem to forget that and how underappreciated I would say Dennis Rodman is and the lost art of rebounding so one of my friends messaged me on Instagram and said if you could talk about this on your Twitter just about rebounding what makes a great uh, rebounder and, and such uh, stuff like that and I was thinking about I was like yo that's that's a really that's a really good topic to, to talk about because you don't see it you don't see it a lot nowadays you just see people don't i don't really see what people what rodman was saying in the documentary really practicing what he was talking about because they kind of just say like rebounding isn't really a skill people say you just do it um you don't really need to practice it you can you can practice it for a couple seconds but really you need to work on your shooting passing all the other stuff you know and i feel like rodman is kind of he's not he's like a lost gem in today's game you know if you, if you get what i'm saying you know the closest thing we have to draymond is him is draymond and i don't think draymond could ever fill rodman's shoes especially after seeing this documentary you know this man was studying the trajectory of the ball if it where it hit the rim where it was gonna land when if mike shot it on the left side how he'd catch it on the right side or how he would box out people and he was studied the game hard you just don't hear people saying stuff like that anymore you know you know Rodman knew his role he knew his role he wasn't a scorer he was a rebounder and he played defense and he perfected that he perfected the craft he didn't try to do anything crazy he didn't try to do anything fancy he didn't try to dribble it dribble up the floor and lose the ball and not give it to Durant for the game-winning shot you know he knew his re his role grab the rebound give it to Jordan and give it to Scotty play defense lock down these type of players row and I feel like we don't get that enough in today's game you know i'm you can see that everyone's trying to do everything at once you know and some people are really excel at that some people are really good at that and people like to compare rodman and draymond a lot but the thing was rodman was good on two different teams he was good on the pistons and he was good on the bulls man was winning defense player of the year draymond ain't even good on his own team and bro that's a hot that's a hot take but think about it all right Draymond excels when he has Curry, um, he has Curry, Clay, Durant, etc., etc. And you take those guys away, he was suffering this whole season. And then you could say, oh, Draymond had Jordan, Scotty, all these guys, right? But say when Scotty left, he became the number two. He became the number two to Jordan. He still excelled. He locked in. He still played well. Even on the Pistons, he still played well. 
he didn't need all these other people to be him, you know, because he wasn't trying to do this passing. He wasn't trying to be an offensive machine. He was just a rebounder, intense guy, backed up his teammates. And I feel like Draymond could get there. But right now, I don't know. I f- he said he was the best defensor, defensive player a while back. No, 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 no. I have guys like, again, Rodman over him, Scotty over him, Kawhi, um, AD, all these guys that take defensively over Draymond, to be honest with you. And you could say I'm hating on Draymond a little bit, but eh, I don't know, bro. I, it's he, He's a good player, but if I'm making a squad, like if I have to pick five players in the NBA, he's not going to be on it, obviously. Obviously, like Draymond is a Hall of Fame player, no doubt about it. He's going to get in the Hall of Fame. But I think if we're comparing two players to him, if we're comparing Rodman to him, obviously I'm taking Rodman. Like, there's no doubt about it. You see the hard work this guy put in. You see how he studied his role. Like, this is whole this whole thing, this whole two episodes, you can just deep dive into Dennis Rodman as a player. And we need guys like that in today's game. You need that enforcer on your team to win championships. You need that sort of, like dog mentality if you know what i'm saying you know how everyone calls like patrick beverly a dog jimmy butler's a dog you know like that type of mentality you know where they don't really care about scoring they don't really care about being in the limelight they just they're willing to get down and dirty they're willing to fight for the boards they're willing to fight for the steals the loose balls if someone's beefing with another teammate they get in their face they like the enforcer you know what i'm trying to say and you got you have guys like they had rodman you had metal world peace you had let me think here. Uh, do I want to say Shaq? I don't want to say Shaq. Um, I'm just thinking all these different teams. The guys like Jimmy Butler, Pat Beverly. Um, I think. Do we want to say like just with veteran, like veteran experience? Like you know what I'm trying to say. And a lot of teams don't have that right now. That's what I was kind of worried for the Lakers. If you look at the Lakers, yeah, we got LeBron, we got AD, but LeBron's not gonna get in people's faces and fight them. You know, he's just gonna do his thing, remain cool because he has to lead the team. People are saying we guys got like Jared Dudley, but if you got someone like Lance Stevenson, you know, uh, Lance Stevenson, if you signed one of the the hard hitters, I guess Markeith is it? Yeah, we have Markeith right now, right? Is Markeith Morris? So I guess he can be the enforcer, but there's always a step up from that. I thought we should have kept Lance Stevenson because he's he's up there, yo. He can deal with Pat Beverly shit, you know. So I feel like we sh- the Lakers need that, and because the Clippers have something like that, each team has a guy like that respectively it should have that like the celtics have i would say marcus smart um let's say the clippers obviously pat beverly um james harden not not when i say james harden the rockets do i want to say westbrook is that type of guy because he's a superstar but he can also be that type of guy you know um it's hard and we rodman is super important like we lost the we are losing the art of the rebounding a lot of people don't think it's a skill you just jump up and grab it you know but you got to know when to box out you got to know how low to get to put your hips beneath some other guys you know have to know when to place when to jump when to time where the ball is going to go everything rodman described in these in this last few episodes right was just mind-blowing to me it was crazy to me how someone can put that much time and effort and just it's too simple looks like two simple things defense and rebounding and that's why he's one of the greatest rebounders ever you saw the clips the guy was out rebounding charles barkley he's out rebounding some of the tallest guys in the nba and then you know he just passed to jordan he wasn't trying to run it up the floor he wasn't trying to create offense grab the board pass to jordan pass to scotty you know play the defense 
that's all you got to be. You just got to be the de- defensive anchor for this team, and that gives your team momentum to carry forward and get your head get your head straight. You know what I'm saying? And I think like again, the closest thing we have to that is Draymond. Draymond, I wouldn't say like I'm thinking when I think rebounders, I think guys like AD, but AD is is completely different than Dennis Rodman. You know, he grabs the board, but he can create offense. He can shoot. He can dribble. He can post up. He can dunk. Like he can, like yeah, Dennis Rodman could do those things, but AD is AD, bro. He's once in a lifetime type of talent, you know, and it's it's just crazy. I think that's I think that's who Draymond ultimately wants to be and be better than. But I just can't see it right now. I don't know. I just can't see it. And Draymond is a good player, but I don't I don't know. You know, I don't know. This year kind of like took me back a little bit from Draymond because I guess he didn't have his supporting cast. But we'll see next year when they all come back and we'll see how well he plays. So that that's what we see. And also another thing I took away from this documentary, you know, um, it's just the importance of having a good team around you and having a good mentality around you and the importance of your supporting cast and um, who's, who is putting the players in front of you, who what your mentality is going into the game. And why I'm saying this is because Scotty was out. Scotty was out. And we could see in these last four episodes, Scotty was out and they started losing games. You know, they started losing games. And even Jordan has said to himself, like, I needed Scotty Pippen. Like, we need Scotty Pippen. Um, there, there shouldn't be a Michael Jordan talk without Scotty Pippen. You know, without him, there's no championships. There is, and that's facts. I don't know why people try and debate that. If Scotty was never on those teams, they're not winning championships. And it's you, who's guarding Magic Johnson without Scotty Pippen? Who's guarding Magic Johnson if you don't have Scotty? And everyone's saying Jordan guarded the best players, but this man wasn't guarding Scotty. So this man wasn't guarding uh, Magic Johnson. So you need guys like that. So I don't know what people are talking what people are talking about you know um like go back to the first time the Cavs met up the Warriors 2015 all right and I'm not trying to take away anything from the Warriors I'm not trying to trigger any Warriors fans but you had Kevin Love and Kyrie out and you had LeBron by himself with Matthew Della Vadova Iman and the other guys right and of course they're gonna lose they're gonna like LeBron made it at least competitive because he's LeBron but even Jordan himself couldn't do it without without at least some help, you know, at least some backup. And he had Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman came in. Um, they messed up one time, but then he came over, kind of apologized to Jordan, didn't really say anything, but they kind of knew it was an apology, and they got right to work. And he, from that day on, Jordan was counting on Scotty to be his second, not Scotty, Dennis Rodman to be his second after Scotty was out for a little bit of time. You know, and you need a second player. You need someone to look back. LeBron need needed somebody in these series to look on and be like, "Hey, I need help. I need a sort of anchor that I can go to." And it it wasn't there for when they first got injured, Kyrie and Love. You know, so he had no one to look to. But then when they were there, when they had Kyrie and Love, or Kyrie, I should say, because Kyrie was that really second guy. He was that scorer. He could create offense. He was the closer for the team. And he had that. Then they're winning. They're coming back three one and winning championships, you know. But then when Kyrie leaves, and then suddenly it's Kevin Love to be the second guy on the team, and he can't really. I from watching it looked like LeBron literally just had to carry that team. You know what I'm saying? Um, because no one even talks about Kevin Love, like during that whole 2017, 
2018 run, whatever, you know, no one really talks about him. And LeBron, that's why LeBron tried to bring in guys like D Wade, Rose, IT, you know, because you need other guys to create offense. You need that help. And everybody needs help. If if this isn't perfectly illustrated that even Jordan himself needed help, he needed to trust his teammates and get help, like, then I don't know because you can't win without a supporting cast. You know what I'm saying? So Jordan has someone to look forward to. So why do we like to badger LeBron all the time? that he couldn't do it like he couldn't beat the Warriors when he didn't have a guy like Dennis Rodman he didn't have his Scottie Pippen for a lot of these runs you know the first time the Cavs went to the finals he didn't have a second guy there you know um when Kyrie and Love were injured he didn't have those guys there and yes the only time LeBron that I think in my head LeBron rightfully should own up to him losing in the finals is the loss against the Mavs um, the loss against the Mavs, um, and the loss against the Spurs, because he had Wade and Bosch, it shouldn't be of no excuse, I don't know why he didn't show up in those series, you know, I want, if I ever get to interview LeBron one day, I would want to ask him just what was going through your head during those finals, but again, when you versing a team like Golden State in 2015, your players are injured, then you could have, what is it, 20, was it 2017? 2017 I think Kyrie was was he there I'm pretty sure he was there then they had Durant stacked against him Kyrie left then you had him just by himself lost again so it's hard to say because a lot of this was just pinned up against him but even even then you needed Mike needed his Scotty he needed Rodman he needed Paxson he needed Steve Curry he needed all these guys to help him out and make those shots you know because when they were when they were shutting this guy down, when Detroit was shutting this guy down, it says every time he tries to leave the ground, just foul the shit out of him. Foul the shit out of him. Because he can't shoot, so he's going to drive to the rim. So every time he tries to hop up, jump, do something, foul the shit out of him. And that's what they did. That's what they did. They just took him out of, they just took him out of the air completely. And that, that's how they beat them. So he needs to learn to trust his teammates. But if you don't have those teammates there, how are you going to win the game? And that's why they missed Scotty so much. They missed him when he was out so much. And this is what I'm thinking. You need you need that guy. It's so important in the NBA that you need your second, third guys. Because without that big two or big three, you know, you can't really win a championship. Like nowadays, you can't really win a championship without at least two superstars on your team. Two superstars and a really good supporting cast. Look at the Clippers. Look at the Lakers. You know, uh, can I say, no, nah, the Celtics have a big three if you want to count Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Kemba Walker as a big three like Miami Heat Butler is just leading them by himself at this point you know with guys coming up like Duncan Rob uh Robson um Tyler Hero Drogic is still there all these good guys so this Bulls documentary is putting a lot of things into light of the parallels of today and back then even though the rules have changed the kind of premise of the game hasn't changed you know because you still can never win by yourself you can't win by yourself even though Michael Jordan has the infamous there's an I and win type thing you know when they were beating the shit out of him he had to pass to Paxton he had to let Paxton and hoped he make those shots you know and why do why are we giving shit to LeBron for doing the same thing you know for trusting his teammate like perfect example I'll always remember this always remember this because I wanted to see how the internet just railed on LeBron for this one it was it was going to be a game winner 
and he drives to the basket and he drives the defense in. Three people come to close in on LeBron. So he can either take a really, really stupid contested layup that he may or may not make, or he could pass to the wide open corner, one of the best three-point shooters to ever grace the court, Kyle Korver, in wide open in the corner. So he pa- he makes the right basketball play and he passes it to Kyle Korver, who misses the shot, sadly, but you know, this is what I'm saying. Like, if Jordan could trust his teammates, then LeBron should be able to trust his teammates without receiving that type of criticism. I don't get where everyone pulls this. Jordan is like, he did it all by himself. You know, yes, he dropped an insane amount of points, but he did pass to his teammates. He did pass his teammates when he was getting clamped or when everyone was just focused on him, triple teaming him, double teaming him. He passed to his teammates. So, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? passed to Steve Kerr for the game winner like all these different things you know so I think we should just start we should just look at this documentary and just see the parallels of the game before and the game now and how it's played and how we like a lot of people like to construe things a lot of people who didn't even watch Michael Jordan like they didn't a lot of people didn't even know that Scotty guarded Magic Johnson for the for that series and clamped him you know look look how pivotal Scotty was i guarantee you if anything if they didn't have scotty this guy magic would have ran the offense right through them you know and they couldn't say nothing but this guy was on him he was picking him up full court he was getting those steals that's that's crazy to me that's crazy to even see because magic johnson in my eyes like i haven't watched the series fully i just watched like highlights and stuff but it's crazy because you think magic johnson is like this god tier basketball player and to see him being locked up by Scotty that way is crazy. It's crazy to me. And that's why you we always need that second player because who the hell is locking up KD when LeBron has to deal with the other three Warriors, you know? Because if you stop KD, who's stopping Curry? Who's stopping Clay? you know? Who's stopping these guys from going? Because it's so weird how this team is built. Um, and it's built perfectly for shooters. And I wondered how the Bulls would have done against them, you know? Because you take, you take the Bulls, you take... Um, Jordan, Scotty, Dennis, all these guys, right? Uh, Paxson, Harper, all these guys. Who's guarding? Like, say Jordan's guarding Clay. Who's guarding Steph Curry? No, no one is shutting down Steph Curry, right? Durant and Scotty would be an interesting matchup. Would be an interesting matchup because Durant would get his buckets, but also Scotty would slow him down. That's what I'm saying. I feel like Dennis would just eat Draymond. Um, the centers kind of null null each other out, you know. I feel like the Bulls center would have an advantage over the Warriors. But it's weird because you draw these guys out and it leaves room for them to drive in. But which era are we playing in? Because I saw Shaq talking about it. Are we playing in the, the big boy era where the fouls are left and right? Or are we playing now where we got zones, um, no more hand checking, things like that? It's an interesting to talk about. And it's interesting. And I'm looking forward to these next few episodes, you know. I think it's going to get into Kobe next week. So that's going to be pretty sad. But I'm looking forward to talking about it. Um, I'm looking. I'm just really enjoying the series so far. It gives me a lot of interesting things to think about. Like those last two episodes, just I feel like the art of rebounding needs to return, and more players need to be like Rodman because that's very vital to teams nowadays. You know, defense and rebounding because a lot of times teams lose strictly on the boards. But yeah, that's really all I have to talk about this week. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys haven't checked out my YouTube channel, uh, check it out for me. Please upload basketball content on there whenever I can. YouTube.com slash The Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys next week.